Blog Talk Radio. One, two, three. Sorry about that. Oh. My super duper co host. We got all this technical stuff going on. Yeah, she forgot to hit the mute I'm button. the engineer. <laughs> I'm yeah. the co host. <laughs> That's why we got the super duper producer texting us up, up at the top telling us, hey, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. So they didn't hear the good mornings, good afternoons, the good nights. It's Monday night, four quarters of Coast Lee. Uh, sorry we had you on mute. But we are ready to rock and roll. We are inviting folks to come in on Instagram, um, Facebook Live. Facebook Live. And JC Hawk Radio, where you can call in at 656-383-1020. So we got four quarters tonight, four quarters. We're going to make sure that we are on point tonight. We got some great topics. Got great topics. What are our, our, our main topics, Carla? Uh, today we are talking about developing and training coaches. And you're talking about specifically for the girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about girls and women, because that'll be the same, same demographics. And we're going to talk about the benefits of membership, specifically for the Girls Football Association. That's GFA here in the GFA, back. GFA, and we're going to talk about the fans. Fans interacting and involvement, right? The involvement, definitely that. I mean, because that's the hottest topic right now, as far as in the sports marketing industry, is how can you get your fans involved in not only coming to the game, but being involved in the game while at the game. Right. Right. And then we went to uh, Aces game the other, the other day, and there was some great interaction amongst the fans and the team. So we're going to provide some of that information, but we got to get this thing started. We're going to get it started. We got people. Who we got over there? We got, uh, we got Coach, is that Michael Hudson over there on, on Instagram on board? We got uh, Coach, who's that? Juliet Head or, or Heather? I can't read that far. My glasses aren't good enough. <laughs> All right. But we rocking and roll. So let's go ahead and get this thing started. Quarter number one. All right, all right. I was just sitting here sending some invites out to folks so we can get an audience going. But anyways, um so Coach Lee, how's your day? My day is beautiful. And so you're starting up um another team. Well now you're starting up, you're taking over another team. Yes, I am taking over another team. I am now at, at Sunrise Mountain High School, which is on the furthest east side of town, uh, from my previous team. Now I'm starting off with a new team. Got it. Mhm. Got it. They all want Coach Lee. Yeah. I I I'm wanted. He's infamous. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, and then also I, I'm hearing. You're hearing? Through the grapevine. Grapevine. That, uh, you're being nominated for. Uh, no. Not yet. No, can't say those things. Okay, I'm sorry. I just told you because, you know, you happen to be my wife, but 
<laughs> you know, those, those things that supposed to be out there okay, are supposed so to be out there. Happens, when it happens, happens, I'll let it be known. <laughs> but, you know, we in quarter one, so let's go ahead and stick with the topic. Oh, awesome, awesome. Okay, so developing co- training coaches. Yes, we are in the process with the GFA into developing coaches. Yes. Uh, using the coaches platform as educational platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all coaches that coach can coach girls or women, so they have to have some a better understanding of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of coaches don't recognize talent as well. Um, sorry about those interruptions, but that's just how it that's how it works here <laughs> in CFA Studios. For some of you guys on Instagram, it's a little bit backwards, but you know what? It works that way. Hi, Juliet. How are yes. you? Yes. So we're going to be saying hi to everybody because people keep jumping on them. But we talk about coaching. We're talking about, you know, it's almost like the sauce, you know. But a good coach has to be educated and has to have ed- educated uh, tools, especially at this level, be it girls flag football, be it women's tackle football, because of the lack of playing from those girls. Okay. So coaches have to be a little bit more educational in their instruction. Gotcha. And, um, you know, you just can't get out there and say, okay, give me a three-point sense. Or you can't say run a, a post. The first question is, what's that? Right. And in most cases, a lot of the coaches that come from the boys or the men's situation always, you know, just throw it out there and they be upset when people don't know how to do anything. Right. In this game, you got to be more patient. You know, you got to be patient and you got to understand Okay, what did the girl play prior to coming to flag football or tackle football? What was her main sport? Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then from there, you want to put them in a position where they they can utilize their skills. Okay? And the player. The player themselves. So this is part of the training as a coach. You have to recognize those things. you got to recognize what each player has done prior to playing football and how you can help them utilize their skills. Okay, so, well, what if they never coached football before? Well then again it's all about education. It's all about it's all about learning. It's about going to YouTube. It's about going to glacier clinics, going to college coaching clinics. Okay. So that's gonna teach them the X's and the O's. The the schemes of how things work. Okay. But that's it's important. <laughs> it's, it's very important. You gotta know. You have to know how to translate what you want done into a format of football mm-hmm. and then to the understanding of a of a of an athlete learning how, and again the girls are about ten to fifteen years behind the girls and the women. So we're talking about football here. Yeah, we're talking about football here. Everybody, here, we're talking about football. I'm glad you guys joined. We got a lot of folks over on on uh, Instagram. On, on Instagram. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. You know, and so it it's it's about teaching. It's about learning. But the coaches have to learn. A lot of guys from my background think because they played the game. They know the game that they can coach the game, mm-hmm. and that's not true at all. It's not true at all. You know, you think about all these guys. I've had Hall of Fame coaches that have come back to coach but couldn't really coach hmm. because, see, they were – That's true. Not not everyone can coach. No. I mean, just because you were good at something, you don't know how to tell people how you were good at it when you were a natural. True that. True that. Especially in, in sports. I mean, I've coached with some NFL Hall of Famers. I've coached with some all-world track athletes mm-hmm. uh, in my coaching days, but they couldn't teach the novice athletes how to get better. They only wanted the elite guys mm-hmm. because it's easy to it's easy to train an elite guy. You know what I'm saying? Because they pretty much almost know what to do. You just kind of have to direct them, guide them, guide them, and, and direct them. But when you got somebody who's a novice, and that's where the girls come from, that's where the 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 women they're novice at the game, and you got to have patience. And you have to teach every integral part of that position or that okay. of the sport. So training is what it's all about. A lot of our coaches across the board, high school, college, don't do enough training. We go to the conferences to learn the schematics, mm-hmm. but we don't know how to translate that to to the students. Gotcha. You know, so. Well, there are courses out there you can find that do coaching certification. Correct. That will take you from beginners. Beginners. Right? Yes, beginners to. Or if you just want to enhance your coaching skills. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I know that's what we're doing with GFA, mm-hmm. where we're putting together a whole curriculum of coaching uh, 
the A to Z is to coach. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be certifying coaches in the GFA, Girls Football Association, uh, through a series of videos, through a series of tests, through a series of uh, testing, I guess, you know, and then applying the test to be certified. Mm-hmm. So we're working on our curriculum. We definitely would enjoy some of you coaches that are out there who may have some input into helping put this together. That might be a video themselves um, because my way is not always the right. You know, it's always a different way to skin it. Believe it or not. <laughs> uh, yeah, believe it or not. I, I know I come off a little uh, confident, Yeah. you know, but, um, you know, there's there's a million ways to skin a cat, as some people call it, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, but they get the same job done. And sometimes it, it takes different, uh, I would say, outlooks or different approaches to teaching or training someone how to do a particular thing. Well, I know that's one of the reasons why you – sports participation is down. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons they say is because they don't have enough qualified coaches. Right. You know, you have a lot of volunteers. Sorry, BJ. Sorry, BJ. Cut. Take two. Okay. <laughs> All right. There we go. No more calls coming in. Please don't call. We'll I'll just be let it ring. Yeah, let it ring. Let it ring. Let it ring. But, yeah, I mean, if you look at, like, Netflix, mm-hmm. you, you got Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. Friday Night Tights. You got, you have the Snoop Dogg leagues and all this other stuff. You get the misconception of that's what youth football is all about. Mm-hmm. You got coaches out there cursing up a storm. I saw some this weekend at the park. Yeah, you were there. Cursing <laughs> up a storm, yelling, screaming, and, and that's not how how the students today are, are, are built. Okay. That's not going to make them mad. That's not going to make them work hard. Matter of fact, it makes them quit. Yeah, it does. And that's why we've seen a, a, a lack of, of of kids participating in youth sports because we have coaches who are dads who just this how was done thirty years ago when I was growing up. <laughs> you know, thirty years ago I was wearing no helmets riding a bicycle. Now you gotta wear a helmet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I was jumping like evil Knievel over my buddies over some ramps. Mm-hmm. You know, no knee pads. No, it's a different different group of kids now. Well, you know, coaches have a reputation of being a certain way, having certain personalities. You know, being a little sometimes coercive, right, right. you know, in their style. Um, I just think that, in, and when you see those shows on Netflix and stuff, you you do see the boys, the men. You don't really see the women coaches or the girls being coached. Right. Um, and I guess that's, you know, that's part of TV. TV loves drama. Well, I, I know, know, yeah, I know for me as a coach, you know, when I'm between the lines, I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth and off the top of my head. But I have to be mindful of what I am saying. Yeah. I'm still intense. And sometimes girls do cry. The women do cry. They have complained about it. But they don't understand that's just the nature of the game. It's an aggressive type of game. It's an aggressive type of you got to get it done. So what do you guys think about that? Yeah. I mean, it is an aggressive game. We're talking about football. It is an aggressive game. Um, but do you feel that the coaches should scale it down? on how they communicate with the girls as opposed to the boys. Because um, there is a little bit more of an emotional component with the girls, of course. Mm-hmm. Now, boys get taken serious, too. They may they may reflect or deflect in, in the form of an attitude or be defiant, but they're basically not going to shut down and cry most of the time. Most of the time. They're going to you know? complain. They definitely do complain. And like I said, I've seen more boys quit nowadays than, than ever than ever before, you know. So, you know, it's it's you gotta have an understanding, but you have to be trained on how to handle situations. Not only on coaching, but CPR, first aid. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting in, you know, psychology and, and you know, getting psyched in these kids and, 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 and you know, kind of squeezing them a little too hard. 
Mm-hmm. So I've seen it all. I, I really have. I grew up, and I never had coaches that had to curse us out. Never. Okay. They, you know, we just worked hard, and they taught well. And, and you never see me curse anybody out. You hear me yell because my voice is loud. Mm-hmm. You hear me with intensity, but I'm never de- demeaning anybody. Well, I want to talk about a little bit about the background of coaching. Okay. You know, we're talking about you're talking. We're talking in general about coaching. Right. The game. Right. Right. But what about the background that people don't really get to see of coaching? Because I know that coaching takes up a lot of your time, and it's not always on the field. Right. So, yeah, the field is the fun part. <laughs> the background of, of coaching it depends on what level, okay? Just about at all levels you're working with fundraising situations, okay? Mm-hmm. You you know, if you're in part one of football or flag football for youth, you know, you are eff- emphasizing grades. You know, you are, you know, giving them time for homework. You have to make it fun. So you're doing, you know, team activities. Mm-hmm. Um, as a coach, you're also doing breakdown, film breakdown. That's probably the biggest the biggest thing that you're doing nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 30 years ago when I was a young dude, we watched film on 16 millimeter. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, VHS, and we were able to watch film. Now you can watch film on your on your phone, you know, through the Huddle program or other outlets. Mm-hmm. And it has breakdowns on the air and all the other good stuff. So you can do more film watching now than you could back in the day. It used to be film was in this room and that was it. Mm-hmm. Now film can go with you to the kitchen, the bathroom, in your car, when you're out with your parents or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're preparing the kids, you're preparing the girls, you're preparing the boys. You're well, preparing that's what I want to talk about, being prepared, okay. because, I mean, you know, we've witnessed some times where coaches are out there and they're just not prepared. You know, they don't have agendas, they don't have schedules, they don't have the proper waivers for their parents to sign. I mean, part of coaching is being prepared. Yeah, you you have to have all that paperwork, physicals done, paperwork done, things signed off, uh, you know, like you said, the waivers. Um, you talk about being prepared before you get to the field, you know. We always get in these little breaks here, but that's okay. I'll just cut you off, cut you short. All right? But, um... You got to be prepared. Even having a practice agenda. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've seen coaches go out there with no agenda at all and just off the fly. We're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. You're not getting anything done productive. I think it's like your Monday morning. Uh, what's your Monday morning? Money motivation. Money votes. Yeah. What did you talk about? You talked about what? Preparing your day. Writing down the items that need to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. You know that's why you review the film. What do we need to work on to get better? Mm-hmm. You know you got to start evaluating yourself. And then putting that on paper and then actually practicing that out on the field. Mm-hmm. So every day having a practice agenda, having it down to the science as far as how much time you're going to spend on it, mm-hmm. and you got to be hard on your time. you got to tell your other coaches as a head coach, hey, we got 15 minutes of individual drills. It's 15 minutes, not 20. So part of the training is not just knowing the X's and O's, but in the administrative side of coaching as well. That's very important if you want to run a successful team yes. and if you want players to come back. Yes, you know it's, definitely, it's definitely an administrative situation. It's actually, you know, doing surveys. You know, I'm going into a new program right now, so I have a survey that tells me how the kids learned last year mm-hmm. under a new other coach. It's anonymous, meaning they don't have to write their name on it. But I have about 15 questions, mm-hmm. and I want them to answer honestly, you know, you know, how did you learn last year? You know, did the coach make it fun for you? I'm trying to get in, insight of what the girls have learned mm-hmm. and, and what they felt practice was okay. so that I can adjust my schedule based on what they have learned or have not learned mm-hmm. and how much fun or no fun I want to give them. Mm-hmm. If they felt they learned anything or didn't learn anything, I want to do the opposite. I want to make it an enjoyable learning in a winning culture. Right. Okay. So those are some of the things as a coach that, you know, you have to do going into the season. I also do that at the end of the season because it helps me evaluate my own coaches. Mm-hmm. Okay. As a head coach, not only are you evaluating yourself, but you're evaluating, you know, um, your coaches. You know, I just figured what if Vic was trying to call into the show? Ah. That coach, might have been it. Coach Vic, you was calling. Were you calling into the show? You know, you can always you're on. You can you can you can type your comment in because I just realized you are on the show. You know we're on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. 
Amen. So if you have a question, just type it in the chat right now because, I mean, we actually have callers that can call into Blog Talk, but then our Facebook and our Instagram audience will not be able to hear right. the callers. Until we get our new new studio, studio stuff, then we'll be all right. But, you know, the training is very important in understanding what it takes to be a coach, not only a head coach but a position coach, a coordinator, all those things. So we do want to hear from you, Vic, regarding coaching because you are a coach. Yeah, he's he, he probably going to say drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> you know, so, so that's what we do. You know, when you coach with me, we drink the Kool-Aid. Right, right. We drink the Kool-Aid because it's good. It's good. It's good for you, and and we win when you drink the Kool-Aid, okay? Um, but there's a lot of things to coaching. You know, it's personality things. It's yes. it's, it's all kinds of things that uh, to tie your team in, your relationship. I mean, I have, you know, anywhere between 100 to 120 players that I got to know each and every one of them. I don't know how you do it. I don't know either, but I do. I don't I do. know how you do it. I know everything about my players, okay? And it's about that relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, coaching is about relationships. It's about trust. It's about giving great advice. It's more than, like you said, X's and O's. And these are the trained videos and things that we're going to be doing and, and recording some of the great coaches, not not the professional coaches, but the youth coaches that have had much success uh, in their programs and why. Mm-hmm. Because it has to do a lot with teaching. It's like being a great kindergarten teacher. You know, a kid is going to learn how to read based on our your kindergarten teacher and what they get at home, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Same thing as on the football field as far as coaching. Your players are going to get the most out of what you are able to put in with them and understand them and be able to teach them. And wherever your, your I guess, your – weaknesses are, what you do is you just hire somebody who can compensate, right? right? Yes, definitely. So if you don't have the learning curve to run a perfect program because of whatever situation, you find somebody to fill that spot. You know, that's, you know, still part of being a good coach is being um, aware of your weaknesses and being able to bridge that gap by hiring somebody who is more proficient. All right. See, we wasn't even on. We have all our uh, what's comes over here on Facebook. Our question. Yes, Tim Johnson asked a quick quick question. When do your uh, black football season start? We are a winter sport here in Nevada, so we go from November to February, believe it or not. So we're we're November to February. Okay, I see my man. Uh, uh, we froze on you. I'm sorry. We got some. Yeah, that's all right, Larry. Larry's, uh, I coached both his sons in, in high school at Pasadena High School. So, again, I got one of my ex-players on here, Dave Ron's on here. Hey, Coach, what's happening? Hey, Dave Ron. Yeah, he's up at uh, Colorado Mesa. So, again, we doing our things, having some fun, and doing what we do, okay? So I know we're creeping up to the end of the quarter, but is there anything else that you want to talk about when it comes to the coaches, the coaching development and training? Um, I, I just want to put on a kick-ass program through GSA, um, and I want to cover all of the things that we talked about, mm-hmm. you know, um, the psychology, the X's and O's, the administration, all of that. Got you. So, well, we, we're putting together a conference. Um, again, people don't realize that I put on the first ever women's football camp and conference back in 2008 here in Las Vegas. We did five years mm-hmm. of that. And it was some great training. I had some great guest speakers, had some great uh, coaches that came and trained the women in the sport itself. And actually, like I said, there's a couple of women who are coaching in the NFL that were at that conference or those conferences mm-hmm. as either a coach or a guest. And now look at it. Hey, like I said, when you, when you drink the Kool-Aid, you get a lot of success. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, when you drink the Kool-Aid, ask all my players, when they start drinking the Kool-Aid, we start winning, <laughs> all right? But, uh, yeah, we're going to put that conference on. Details will come a little bit later, but uh, that's a great topic. It's, it, 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 it's a show in itself. Mm-hmm. And, again, if we had the ability to u- utilize call-ins, we'll be here all day mm-hmm. because everybody feels that their coaching style is the best mm-hmm. uh, because they probably won or whatever. Uh, and those are the things that we want to hear and the things that we want to pull together mm-hmm. are those winning coaches. But you also want to listen to those coaches who aren't having success. Mm-hmm. because there's a lot of holes in the program that you can plug in that you probably didn't think about. So, you know, uh, we're going to get on that. We that, that that was a great topic, Carla. I mean, I'm, I'm glad we were able to talk about development, training of coaches is much needed. I know in the high school level and the college level, these guys are constantly going to training during the off season. Mm-hmm. And in the flag football game, we're hoping that we're going to lead 
lead the, the the charge in the coaches becoming great coaches. Yes, yes, yes. Especially under the GFA umbrella. Definitely. That. We would like to have some, you know, uh, I wouldn't say uniformity, but we would like to have this, a, a certain culture. Right. Let's just say a certain culture, you know, in our in our situation. Don't worry about it. Let it rain. <laughs> let it ring, let it ring, let it ring. We ain't going to go offline again. Trust me. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Let's go to quarter number two. Awesome. Awesome. So one thing I wanted to talk about was um, memberships and the benefits of membership. And, I mean, what would, what are great membership organizations that you can think of, like Costco? Well, you, well, know, you, you have your you, – you pay to have a certain experience. Yeah. You have interesting experience. Right. right. It's like joining a fraternity sorority. I mean, you don't join and not pay anything, <laughs> but your experience is what you get out of it, be it the college life, be it the, the social aspect, be it the, the giving back aspect of being in a fraternity and sorority. Well, you know, that's a good analogy because I, I, that's kind of where I envision GFA as being a community of girls who play football that can actually, you know, um, at social network as well as, you know, hey, I, I want a, a brag site as well, you mm-hmm. know, where you can share your, your strengths, your highlights, and things like that. Um, and I, I kind of want to talk about the membership for GSA. Okay. And what some of the benefits are. And as a player, and, you know, I was kind of like, okay, the girls, you know, it's really up to the parents for them to join. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how kids are, you know, they, they want something their parents usually pay for it or take care of it. that's what they want, right? Right. But, you know, the girls play already. At least here in Vegas, they already play. And we just want to have something that they could have a, un- a unified organization mm-hmm. that they could come together. So, like, when we do our conferences or camps and things like that, that they would be able to see each other on a, on a, on a regular basis or communicate on a regular basis as opposed to just with their team mm-hmm. or just at their school. You know, it's a bigger community that can open up to them on a social um, level, um, as well as um, we were talking about training for the coaches, but having some type of platform for the girls to actually learn and increase their football IQ. Well, that's what we, we partnered up with our our educational aspect mm-hmm. to do the X's and O's ready playlist. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we partnered up with an educational aspect of football. Well, that's one of the perks. So okay. basically right. we are providing that education for these girls in a very user-friendly environment. True. You know what I'm saying? Because I need user-friendly. Well, like I said, you got to make it. I don't. I can't learn the sport by watching it on TV, and I've seen a million games. I'm just saying I, I would like to know play-by-play play what I what I'm looking at. Right, right, right. So, you know, being able to provide that type of education for our girls in a very interactive, you know, through your your cell phone, your iPad, or whatever the devices that kids are using these days, mm-hmm. we want to be able to provide that at their fingertips. Um, anything on that? Well, yeah. Well, you're talking about perks and benefits. Again, I know I was hitting on fraternities and sororities. I'm looking at, you know, when you join the Club Scouts or the Girl Scouts, there's some social aspects that come out of it. And just, mm-hmm. just today, we were meeting at a major water park today mm-hmm. uh, because we want to put on a GFA social event at the big tournament that we want to do in, in June. In June. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, they were buying into it. They want the girls to come. And we want the girls. Can you imagine 3,000, 5,000 girls that, that all play football out enjoying themselves at a water park here in Las Vegas in 100 degrees, and then being able to have a little competition, you know, through through sack races and, and you know, what's the pool thing with the tug of war? Yeah, tug of war. Or, Bring back the old school picnic style yeah, shindig. Exactly. I you mean, know. And that's part of being in the social a social group. Yeah, but, I mean, even regionally or, you know, locally, we could do that as an organization to pull these girls together and get to know each other and, right. you know, have experiences together. It, you know, that's part of being in sports, right, is those memories that last a lifetime, right? It's just like, you know, I was talking to my boys on the line the other day, and, you know, we played AAU basketball. I know. You still talk to all your little. Uh, yeah, all my little homeboys, right? Homeboys. <laughs> the, the homies, right? But. We played against some of the great basketball players that played in, in the NBA. I played with some NBA players on my team. 
vice versa as far as football. I mean, that's what sports is all about. It's those memories. Man, I remember, you know, mm-hmm. it's like my boy Terrell Davis, Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have so many experiences. It's so funny. I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's something that we yeah we don't want this just to be a phase or a passing experience. We want this to be you know lifestyle. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Just like any other sport where the the youth is are involved and immersed in their sport, we want this to be lifestyle. Right. Well, that's what the the, the GFA is all about. Right. And that's what membership is about because you can continue not so, only as a player but as a as a person who supports it as an adult. Mm-hmm. So this is something that they can join as a youth as well as continue to support throughout their lifetime True is that. what we're creating. We're creating exactly. a legacy of her turn the ball. Right. Right. So, those, you know, these are some of the intangibles. Some of the tangible stuff as well is, you know, being able to provide resources for the girls outside of football. So, you know, we'd like to provide resources on beauty, uh, health, right? Um, you know, all kinds of different emotional crises. Is that, is <laughs> that a word? <laughs> You sound like me now, making that work. <laughs> you know, girls just feeling like they belong. Yes. I mean, this will definitely, it's, a, it's the ultimate team sport. That's why football is so is so gravitational for boys mm-hmm. because it's the ultimate team sport. No matter how good you are, you can be on the bench, but you've gone through the same drills. You got tired. You, you threw up. You I mean, all the stories you heard me and my boys talk about, it doesn't matter if we were the superstars of the team or if we were just on the team. Seat warmers. Seat warmers, bench warmers, yeah. Bench warmers. Okay. <laughs> it don't matter. And most of those bench warmers become great coaches, mm. believe it or not. I believe it. Okay, so think about all these NFL coaches. A lot of those guys were bench warmers or never even got on the field. And the other benefit we have for the girls is that we are pushing to create more teams for them to have that, you know, move to the next level, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, be able to get a scholarship, you know, be able to go to a neighboring city or whatever neighboring school and have some another team to play. GFA is providing that for you. Yep, yep. You know, that's that's one of the benefits. And then we have, um, of course, the merchandise, you know. Everybody right. likes to be geared up. You know, we want to be able to go promote promote GSA. Definitely. That should be something that's going to be on everybody's chest, on their on feet, yeah. on their knees, on their headbands. <laughs> We're going to have headbands. We're going to have little stickers that go into your eyes, GFA. I mean, we, we want to promote the brand because it's a lifestyle. It's mm-hmm. something that we are really pushing to go across the nation. And the thing about it, us pushing mm-hmm. has created opportunities in other states. You know, Georgia has just signed on to start their league on September 19th. Okay. There's five counties in, in the state of Georgia. What's up, Auntie? I see you out there. I see you, Kathy, over on Facebook. Lee, that's my Auntie, Gloria Love, uh-huh. Jeannie. But, you know, I love you. So another benefit that we have as a member when you join is you get six weeks of um, free training. Free instruction, yes. Free instruction. You know, we're, we're looking, I mean, it's going to be a, a a process getting it rolled out across the country, but wherever we can provide, wherever we can provide a camp, we will have people who are joining as members mm-hmm. to be a part of that camp for free. And then, of course, any other events that GFA hosts or, or promotes, you will get a discount. Right. We get fifty percent off. Well, it's not necessarily fifty percent off. Well, on there's, our camps and clinics, there will be fifty percent. Right, right. There's, I don't want to say fifty percent on everything. Not there, everything. Every selected thing that is fifty percent. But you get your value back, and that's what we're talking about, membership, the value of, of membership, be it at Costco, be it whatever other shopping places you go to that has memberships, has its value. You know, American Express is a good one. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Discover Card, when you spend money, they give you 1% back of what you spend. Mm-hmm. So you, it's, it's the value of, of, of learning and joining and then the socialization and the actual play. Mm-hmm. So it ties in. GFA is... It, it, it's taking care of its, its mission. Mm-hmm. But now we need those who support girls being active, girls being involved. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's football or just sports. You know, that's what we have to – we have to put the onus back on, on us, mm-hmm. okay? We have to build this. We have to join. We have to do. Right. You know, why start something if nobody's going to join it? 
right. you can hit the like button. I mean, I think this is one of the things my pet peeves is you can put stuff out there and I can get three, four hundred likes, mm-hmm. but I can't get a sign up, you know, type of situation. Mm-hmm. So again, as 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 human beings or in this day and age, we're not in the giving mode anymore. Mm-hmm. We're in the liking mode. We're like any and everything. Right, true that. But we, we it's hard for us to separate. It's hard for us to join uh, an organization that's going to benefit myself or somebody else. Mm-hmm. So that's where we got to get right now. we got to get more of you guys involved again. Yeah, well, that's just talking about, we were just talking about the benefits for the youth. Right. So your son, your, I mean, your son, your daughter, your niece, your granddaughter, mm-hmm. um, getting them involved, this is what they can expect if they become a member of GFA. Now, the adult is more of a support base. You know, those those who actually um, support the mission, the movement, mm-hmm. you know, that maybe even want to, you know, volunteer some time, um, coaches, athletic directors. Right, referees. You know, I mean, shoot, NFL players, college players, you know, girls from other organizations and other sports. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really about supporting this movement because it can't go anywhere if we don't have the numbers to back us. Right. Like, if you feel if you feel that this is a good movement, then you should join just to support what we're doing, right? Because it does take, you know, I mean, it does take money for us to get some of these things accomplished. We got a brand. We got to, you know, find the uh, people to do the footwork. Right, I run operations. You know, run operations. We got to get the fields. We got to get the equipment. We got to buy insurance. You know what I'm saying? And this is all stuff that costs money. And so the memberships, all of that helps with putting all of this together. Right, 100% of the membership drive goes back into the organization. Yes, goes so, to the organization. Yeah, that's why we're a nonprofit. That's why we do what we do. And then also being able to develop these, you know, um, programs and videos and, and certification courses and things like that. You know, this that's where all of this um, money is going to. Right. So if you believe in something that's going to be make a difference for these girls, this is something that we would we would really appreciate your support on. Um, not to beg, but you know, this is. I mean, how has any organization really got started? This is grassroots. This, this is grassroots. Grassroots yeah. is a guess. You Definitely. know what I'm saying? But the the the, the pudding. How do they say that again? The proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding. Right. The proof is that states like Georgia, <laughs> states like New York. But yeah, those are all my ex-football players. They should be jumping on board. <laughs> What's up, Kent? I'm still faster than you. Even though it's 20 years later, I'm still faster than you. And then the other thing is just, you know, just being, you know, knowing what's going on with this industry. You know, we would like to keep you updated on, on the things that we're doing, the moves that we're making, you mm-hmm. know, the – the markets that we're overtaking, you know, we want this to be news for you guys, and you guys can help us spread the word. Right. You know, you guys are um, pretty much advocates for us as well. Yeah, like like I say all the time in my post, if you have a daughter, a granddaughter, a niece, a mama, a grandmama, you should be important, period, point blank, mm-hmm. because this is an opportunity. Title IX is 48 years old. Actually, it's 49. You know how I know? How? No, it's not. It's forty-seven. Cause seventy-two. Seventy-two. <laughs> that's a that's an inside joke from another show, but it's from seventy-two. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the thing about it is, we're working it. We're making it happen. We see the results of what we're doing. Okay. And we want you to get on board as well. But that's the perks. The perks. The perks is what 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 the organization is all about, and the benefits that's going to help somebody's niece well, or daughter possibly get a scholarship. And then I'm going to talk about. Okay, then we have our group membership, right? The group membership is if you're a team or a school, you know, if you have a club team or a sanctioned team, to become a group member. And then your your players will get a discount as well on their membership, right? right? Um, and I'm and, – and, and Lee Lee said it best. Me. Yes. That, you know, hey, I mean, I know here we're, we're thriving in a lot of those markets where you guys are out there. I don't know if girls football exists or not. But um, we need to come together, right? We need to, if, if this is going to grow, we need to come together. We need to come together as, as coaches, as athletic directors, as, you know, principals, you know. Parents. Parents even, parents even, you know what I'm saying? We need to come together, and it's not going to happen unless we have your involvement. It's right. not going to happen. It just can't happen. It can't just be 
Coach Lee and myself to make this all wonderful um, thing happen. Well, I know I'm going to have so, a challenge to, to all my ex-football players that played with me. I see a couple of them online, yes. like Joe Glick. I see Kent. You know, I don't know if they have daughters or sons. I know Kent has a son because he's out there all the time playing baseball with him. But, again, if you played football, if you played football, if you played football, this is the movement. Because think about what football has done for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to approach all my ex-football players and get them to sign up at least a daughter, their niece, their granddaughter, or somebody of that, of that nature, mm-hmm. or even themselves. And the other benefit is our national championship. Okay. Right. Someone has to. Someone has to host it. Someone has to start it. Someone has to get the ball rolling, and we're going to be hosting the very first. Definitely. So you know, that's part of the perks. It's one of the benefits of membership. Right. So again, we're going to get on that. That's a whole other topic. Again, when we talk about membership, when we talk about GFA Girls Football Association, that's a whole other situation. But we already got four quarters with Coach Lee, right? And we knocked out two. So we got to move on to what? Number three. Okay. So this one was uh, Coach Lee's pick, fan involvement. Ah, yes. Fan involvement. My thing is this. Times have changed. When people used to go to football games, basketball games, baseball games, it was about the game. Now you go to the game and they're like this now. And not even watching the game. For those who are on blog talk, I'm actually acting like I'm on the phone, okay? <laughs> and I'm not watching the game until I hear a click or I hear the crowd go off, right? So we went to a Las Vegas Aces WNBA game about a week ago. We took uh, several girls from, from our organization. Mm-hmm. The Raiders invited us out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raiders have bought 200 tickets per home game to give out to the girls in the community. And I really felt that the WNBA game, that I was involved. If I was on my phone, if I was looking up, if I was looking to the right, I was. it was something going on at all times outside the action. Mm-hmm. There was music constantly involved. It felt like we were at a concert mm-hmm. the whole time. Music well, was You've got to have music. Right, right. But I'm saying the football is kind of hard to do music on every play. But the fan involvement is so important in marketing nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had some games where you were on your phone and it was like an app, and they were shooting, I think, free throws. Mm-hmm. How many free throws can you make in the 60 seconds? So you had to hit the phone real fast, and then you're tied into the scoreboard, and you can see, you know, your name or who's up there, so you can cheer. So it was really getting people involved. I mean, that's the – Was that, all, like, was that an, an Aces app or a WNBA app? I think that was an Aces app. Okay. It, it could have I, – I was on the phone, but some of the girls that were in our group and the girls that was in the football group mm-hmm. uh, from other schools, we're playing a game, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that was pretty cool. I think one of the best things I saw was these little parachutes that were falling down from the rafters. Oh, from the sponsors. From they the were sponsors. giving away gifts. It was free free car wash. Yes. I think gifts are a really great way of getting people involved. Sometimes people just come for the free gifts. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they were yeah, they were giving away car washes. It was terrible. And they were they were sending gift cards down on parachutes from the rafters into the stands, so it was kind of cool with everybody grabbing these parachutes. Right, because it was random who was going to fall, so they just throwing the parachutes up, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but we all know that we live in Vegas, so what's the main objective for the casinos to the locals? What do they do to us? They give us what? Comp. Comps, free play, right? Mm-hmm. Free rooms, staycations. They give us what? Um Free shirts, Tupperware. All kinds of gifts. They give you all kinds of gifts for earning points on their on their players' card. Right. So they they're trying to get you in the building because they know once they get you in the building, that free item they gave you that cost two, three, four dollars, they're going to probably profit twenty or thirty dollars. So you're going to put a couple of dollars in the machine just for your weight, or they give you a free drink knowing that you know you're going to sip and. Well, that, that's, that's business in general. There should be some type of reward or incentive in order to create a loyal fan base. Right. I mean, that's what everybody I mean. The loyalty cards where you buy buy free, get one free, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever, copies right. or whatever, you know, um, or um, I don't know, if you get free movie tickets with your uh, – purchase or whatever the case is, right? There's always some type of incentive mm-hmm. to keep the fans coming back. And even buying season tickets 
you know, and selling in the season tickets because then you're you know that those seats are going to be filled, right? You know, every game. Well, the, you hope that, but you're at least got the money for the seats. You got the money for the even seats, if right. they don't show. Right. But that's one of way to keep the fans engaged, just to kind of. Well, I know I did a couple of tricks when I was doing the Las Vegas Showgirls. We had this thing called Chuck a Duck. Mm-hmm. Okay, I went out and bought like two hundred. Ducks, little bitty ducks to go in here. The rubber duckies, and I put numbers on the bottom of them, right? And we would sell like one for two dollars, three for for four dollars, or five for I mean three for five, whatever. I forgot what the numbers were. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the third quarter, we, we were selling those things throughout the whole night. And at the end of the third quarter, all you do you turn around and you see the fans throw the ducks into this little pond, which was nothing but a cooler. Mm-hmm. And whatever ducks numbers fell in the in the in the little cooler, one gifts. Okay. So one they're, they're holding on to the ducks the whole time, right? If they kept them, only cost a ten cent, but they paid a dollar or something for them. So we profit no matter what. Gotcha. Okay. But it was interaction. So you go one, two, three, and they throw the ducks out there, and all you see these ducks just coming at one time. You know that was great, and the fans loved it. They ate it up. Mm-hmm. I actually got that from an idea from. A hockey team that used to be in town. Mm-hmm. It was called uh, Chuck a Puck. Mm-hmm. And I said, Chuck a Duck. <laughs> I, hey, play on words. What ducks got to do with football? They were actually ducks that had football in their arms. Oh, okay. So, again, interaction, um, getting emails, having some kind of app. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that? Something monkey. Um, Survey monkey. Survey monkey. Uh, what else? Constant contacts. Mm-hmm. All those things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, to That's get them interact. Uh, having a punt, pass, and kick competition before the game or at halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Contests are always great for fan involvement. Definitely. You get fans getting cheered on and do some other things with the fans. Uh, well, give me something else. What, what else did we do? Man, we did so much when it came to interaction. I know uh, I was doing a paper in my master's class. And we were asking about some of the innovative things. Mm-hmm. Um, at the more expensive events, the real arenas, you can use your phone app and order your food, and it'd be ready. It's paid for. It's ready. You just go up. It's so they don't have to ready. leave their seats and miss the game. Yeah, you have to leave your seats. Uh, having more televisions. Or yeah, right. you know that's the thing. When you go to the concession stands, that takes up a lot of time. I mean, even when I went to the WNBA game, mm-hmm. I mean, I probably missed the whole first quarter. Yeah, you trying, did, because I was, like, hungry. Trying to just get some food, you know? So that's a great idea to have that where you can just order from your seat. Right. And we, we had to come up with some, some creative ideas, you know, uh, with using our phone apps. I think I came up with a phone app. Uh, we came up with another app to get more kids involved, and it was uh, for body armor. Remember when we did the body armor ordeal where, you know, you download the app, and you have an athlete, and they had to go a certain amount of area, then they had to drink their body armor, like an obstacle like course. So, again, creating those things, uh, which which is great, but getting your fans interactive into the to the game mm-hmm. is the most important thing. Because if they have fun, they'll come back. Right. Or they'll tell a friend. Definitely. You know what I mean? Or they'll share it on social media. Right. You know, those are all the things that we want. And that was part of it, too, hashtagging you know, the name of the game or the date of the game, uh, who can have the most likes. Uh, I know we, we are working on trying to do a GFA uh, Why You Play Football Challenge with the women and the girls. Uh, hashtag well, even if you, if you have in your budget to get merchandise that, you know, interactive pom-poms or, you know, things that noisemakers and mm-hmm. things that have the team logos on them, that, you know, the kids love them. Definitely that. You know, we had those little – Blow up things that you pound together at the game. Oh yeah, the little uh, that makes the clapping sound. Yeah, they they call clappers. Clappers. They call clappers. They made out of balloons basically, and you, they make loud noise. Um, I was watching the NBA game, and had seen that the audience had these bands on, mm-hmm. and they turned colors all together. Mm. It was like, you know, because you're in the building, it was like a Wi-Fi thing. And they had bands on, so when they raised their hands up, it was the same colors throughout the whole arena. I thought that was pretty cool when I watched that. Uh, there's a lot of things that they're doing 
using social media to interact while at the game? Social media is big. On the youth level, you know, we got to find some way to incorporate something like that. Well, yeah. I, I, I was watching this weekend where some of the youth organizations were using Facebook Live to record the games when they were in San Diego or L.A. Mm-hmm. So, again, every parent can't make it, but now we have social media now that you can at least see. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get play-by-play all the time, but they stream, live stream. Uh, but it's keeping your fans involved. I know that the high school association has a fee program that they're they're putting into all the schools where the, all the schools are going to start now uh, live broadcasting their games through a fee, mm-hmm. and then they can use it as a fundraiser where the parents or aunties or families from other cities and towns could clock in mm-hmm. and watch the game. Mm-hmm. So that's another interactive Yeah, so this program. is all stuff that has to be pre-planned. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That you would have maybe you would mark, pre-market it before the event happens, so you can get more fans to come and be involved. Right. You know. <laughs> I'm just hitting the waves on Hello, some of the people over on Instagram. Thank you guys for coming out. You on live. Thank you for coming out. Right. You on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for listening. That's right. All right. So again, getting your fans in, in, involved in the actual game creates that loyal fan that you're talking about. It creates that I want to come back. You know, you got to find something to get the, the, the fans involved. Even having, after the game, having autograph signing. That's true. Too. I know some of the things that we did while I was at the other high school was we had those awesome press books. Mm-hmm. And I know that we utilized them for autograph sessions and stuff like that to get the younger kids to want to buy into being part of the program and mm-hmm. the parents and all that stuff, made them feel like superstars. And we did that with the showgirls as well. I mean, well. if you could have something planned at each break, after each quarter, halftime. Time out. You know, to keep them engaged and involved and keep them from leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did some stuff with the snack bar, you know. Between the time and the time, you get two-for-one hot dogs. You know what? People were running. Free hot chocolate at halftime. Free hot chocolate if you came to the game. Uh, free T-shirts if you came to the game. We gave away, you know, the plastic blow-up football before, you know, like the beach balls. Mm-hmm. So getting things to get people out from home to come to your game is the key to interaction. And, uh, again, we've been having some great topics. You know, 15 <laughs> minutes is not enough time when you got Carla and Dion talking yeah, about this stuff yeah. because we just a, a bucket full of knowledge. Yep, yeah, our quarters have turned into thirds. Because we have so much information. Well, we 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 create a new football program called Thirds instead of Quarters, right? And and we having fun with it. And like I said, we love talking about these things. We love the fact that you guys have emailed us and and contacted us about topics, mm-hmm. you know. And again, for those who don't know, if you want to reach out to us, uh, you can reach out to. What would be the best email for you, Carla? Um. Well, Girls Football Association at Gmail dot com. Easy. Okay. And for me, it would be dlee.gfa at gmail.com mm-hmm. if you want to get directly to me. But if you got some comments, some things that you want to talk about, you want to, we got topics. Uh, we definitely are more than willing to talk about those topics. As long as we're talking about girls' sports, girls' football. Dr. Bob is Hey, Dr. Bob is in the house. Look up, Dr. Bob. Like I said, we have some great folks that join us uh, on Facebook and, and Instagram, and it's great. To see you guys just jump on if it's for five minutes or if it's two minutes or the whole hour, um, you know, just in support of. And this is what we were talking about earlier. It's about the support. It's about sharing. It's about the likes. It's about, hey, I like what they're doing. Hey, give us your honest feedback. We don't hear from anybody, so we don't know what you think. You know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. Give us your honest feedback. You want some honest feedback? I want some honest feedback from our audience. I don't think we have enough time. I'm talking about email us, comment to us. I'm talking about ever because an hour ain't enough time for us when they talk about some, some feedback because we got some 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 talking back when it comes to the feedback. But yeah, I I really feel that you know if you're going to use social media, it's about communicating, not just the likes and the hearts and the the claps and the prayer and the and the the looking, the big eyes. You know, it's about communicating. <laughs> He's talking about the emoji. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about, the emojis. I want to know words, you know what I'm saying? Do you love me? Hello. Do you like me? I, I need to know those things, you know? So 
So, again, communicating on social media uh, and giving us your input is definitely what we want. Uh, we love doing the show every Monday night. This is what we look forward to. We'd love to. to have some more guests. We need to figure out how we're going to do the guest thing because we would definitely like to get more engagement from our audience. Definitely. That. We got a lot of people that joined in tonight. Again, the more input, the better. And like I said, it makes the show go so much smoother when people are interacting. I mean, I remember one show, we, we, we got off the topics and we're just talking about. Yeah, I know some people can join live, though. I know some people can join live. We just haven't really Yeah, it. We're, we're scared. We haven't been working on it. You know, I'm scared. <laughs> we don't want everything to shut down. We might shut down the whole Internet. But you know what? We only got five minutes, and we still a quarter to three. So guess what? what? Quarter number four. Okay. Well, quarter number four is announcements. Do you have any great announcements that you would like to engage in? I don't have any announcements. Really? All the things that you've been doing, all the things that's been going on? I wasn't prepared to make an announcement. Ah, okay. Well, I got a few announcements, okay? Of course, the first ever girls flag football national championship is going to be taking place in June, June 2020, okay, here in Las Vegas. So that's one announcement. Okay, that's not new. We've made that announcement. Oh, yeah, I, didn't say it had to, I didn't say it had to be new. I just had to make an announcement. You want to hear something new? The state of Georgia is playing flag football on September 19th. Nike is part of their sponsorship. Mm-hmm. They have all Nike gear. So, Adidas, y'all better step up. Under Armour, you better step up. <laughs> Who else is out there? Champion, you better step up. Russell, you better step up because if Nike take over, it's over. Okay? So, again, that's that's one of the greatest news uh, stories this last week that I got. Yeah, actually, they have a really good um, highlight promo of that whole event that took place that actually sparked these other counties to get involved with girls football. I mean, it's a really good video. I want to use it. Yeah. You know, to promote as well because they it was so well done. You have experts in there, you know, in in the football industry that are, you know, raving about these girls and what they're doing and how the girls, the energy that you see these girls have for playing the game. It's exciting. Definitely that. I mean, that's why I utilize, I, I'm on the Internet all day, every day, looking for articles about girls football. Anything that's what that, keeps me involved. Anything that that we've been pushing and start seeing success in, Mm -hmm. I've been sharing it on LinkedIn. I I think I went from 650 um, connects to over 1,400. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Over 1,400. And I'm talking about big leagues. been moving and shaking. Shaking and baking. That's what I do. And, And when they see all the things that I've been providing and pushing, but look, look on our uh, Girls Black Football Association. Look on our Facebook page. I think the link is there. Did you put the link there to that yeah, video? Yeah, it's on there. I, I link everything. Watch it. Watch it. And definitely give us your feedback on it because, I mean, that's what gets, keeps me involved. You know, I mean, it's hard when you're just starting an organization, but it's the end result that keeps me motivated. You know, mm-hmm. what what we're accomplishing is what the the greater gift. Definitely. You know, so, anywho. And we got superhero uh, Oscar Lopez on who mentioned that uh, Nike, what do you say? Nike flag supports, Nike supports flag football. It's huge. It's huge. Yes, it is. It definitely is. Um, and like I said, the other apparel brands better jump on board because once Nike take over, that's a whole nother market that they're going to be dominating. dominating. Look at that. We must be born on the same day. Dominating. Dominating. You know it makes saying? sense. That's what they do. That's what they do. So they take over. So, again, that's one of the good announcements. Um, the announcement that I've moved on from my previous high school to a new high school, Sunrise Mountain, I just made that announcement uh, where I'll be taking over a program that has not had a winning season. So here we go again. We get to test the waters of Coach Lee Kool-Aid. The underdog. I'm the underdog. I'm always taking the underdog. 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 Okay, so we are actually coming to an end right now on our fourth quarter. Yes, we are. So we would like to invite you back next Monday, 7 o'clock p.m., Pacific Standard Time, Four Quarters with Coach Lee on Facebook Live and Instagram. Instagram and Blog Talk Radio, Radio. which is J.C. Hawk Radio. 
and they can be reheard again when? Reheard. Reheard. Or re, what would you do when you do it? Replayed. There we go. Replayed. Oh, you can find the Blog Talk Radio or the Broadcast Audio Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and iHeartRadio. Yeah. Definitely that. So, with that being said, CJ, we are ready to kick it and get kicked out of here. And we will tune in next week, same time, same back channel, same live channel, here. Four Course Coach Lee and Carlos. Oh, we need to put our theme song on there next week. You know what? BJ, I'm gonna send you our theme song next week. We're gonna we're gonna take that public enemy off. Welcome to the Terror Dome and put our GFA her turn her turn the ball by Hope Sin here in Las Vegas, which is real catchy. We love it and we love you guys. We out. Take care.